This is Bob Morris in Desert Horticulture. Today I want to talk to you about producing tomatoes in the fall and how to do it, either by shearing the plants back or starting new plants from seed. All this and more on today's Desert Horticulture. You don't have much time left if you're going to do something like this, so I thought I'd get this out now before it gets much later than this. There's, um, if you, the, the Las Vegas climate, since it's in the eastern Mojave Desert, it's uh, cool enough for tomato production in the spring until those air temperatures during the day gets above about in the mid-90s and then it stops producing. The flowers no longer set so the fruit isn't produced but the fruit that has set earlier continues to ripen. And then it's just a matter of <clears throat> does that, uh, do you want to foster some new growth? by having tomatoes that get longer and longer? Or do you want to put your energy into a single crop of tomatoes and then see if you can get another crop in the fall or pull those and then start some new ones from seed? So there's two basic concepts that you can go by for fall production. One is recognize that if you're in the desert and if those temperatures are above 95 degrees, fruit production on tomatoes are, is going to come to a standstill. In other words, new fruit produced will stop. The fruit that's already present will continue to ripen. So you'll have tomatoes out there uh, that will continue to ripen. And as the plants get older and older, you'll harvest those tomatoes off. And then when the tomatoes that have set during cooler temperatures have finished, then the, the plant just sits there for um, perhaps even weeks until fall production and that's a time during high temperatures there's a lot of stress going on that's a time when the um, when a lot of things can happen to that tomato plant it can get diseased it can get insects uh, whatever might happen to it so you have a choice you can get your tomato production in early that means starting your tomatoes as early as possible getting them planted as early as possible and it's from transplants and then getting them to set early as early as possible hope for good weather temperatures that stay below 95 degrees so there's good fruit set but but still don't freeze and then generally speaking in the las vegas area that would be we'd be looking around mid-february is the time that we'd like to start getting some tomato transplants six to eight inches tall out into the garden but the weather doesn't always cooperate i mean this last year we even had snow you know, towards the middle of february so you never know what's going to happen but you start paying attention to the weather you look at long range forecasts because march 15th is the date when 90%, you have a 90% surety that there will be no frosts after that date. So up until that date, you, you do run that risk. So as a good gardener, you're looking at those opportunities when you can get your tomato plants out early, breaks in the weather, where it may stay warm. So you look at your forecast, weather forecasts, down the road a week, two weeks ahead. And if it looks like it's warm weather, then you'll want to get your tomato transplants out. And tomato transplants, they're tropical plants, so they will respond uh, to warm temperatures, but also warm soil temperatures. So it's very important for that soil to warm up. And if that soil is going to warm up, it's got to be loose and fluffy, or you've got to cover it with clear plastic 
in order to get some uh, warmth in that soil. But that soil needs to be warmer for those roots to develop uh, well. You know, temperatures above 60 degrees, 55, 60 degrees, and the root development on tropical plants generally will be okay. So you'll want to get it out early, cover that, fluff that soil up, get some amendment in it, get it fluffed up, cover it with clear plastic if you have to, rise those temperatures up, 55, 60, 65 degrees as warm as possible, and put your transplants in. Cut slits right in the clear plastic, put your transplants right in through those slits and let it warm up. Let that get nice and toasty in there. So then you're going to, you're playing kind of a guessing game, a hoping game. You're hoping that the temperatures are going to be below 95 degrees most of the time. As long as the temperatures are below 95, the flowers that are open will potentially set if there's pollinators in the area. So you need that honeybee, those honeybees in that area. Put something, put a plant in there that draws honeybees, uh, mints, uh, rosemary, whatever it might be nearby. Get some traffic going. Even a small bird bath on the ground, so that those uh, so that those honeybees will will go out and haul water back to the hive. Put some rocks in it, keep the water clean, of course. But anything to get honeybees in that area, so that they start visiting that area and they run into those tomato plants, is going to help you get it, get production. So get that production going. Then, when the temperatures start hitting 95 degrees consistently, that could be any time from Oh gosh, late April, May, even into June. And once it hits those temperature ranges and it starts to get above 95, 100 degrees, the plants are not going to set, set fruit anymore. So the fruit that I've already set earlier during those cool temperatures are going to go ahead and develop. But there's nothing that's going to develop after that point. So now it's a waiting game. You're going to harvest those fruits as they begin to develop. If you want them vine ripened, you'll harvest them when they start to turn color. Let them go ahead and, and finish off in the kitchen or in, uh, in temperatures that uh, inside the household. They don't need, in order to, to ripen, they don't need sunshine. They've already gotten the sunshine that they've needed. Now when you harvest them, you'll go ahead and separate the tomato from the vine, put it into a warm temperature such as inside of the house, and then you can wrap them in paper bags or whatever you want to do to get them to build up that ethylene content so that they ripen. Throw in a banana, an apple in there with them, anything that gives off ethylene gas and it'll help them to ripen that much faster. I've even pulled the entire vine off and let it ripen right on the vine in the garage when those temperatures start to hit so that I can have more space in the garden. I've done that in the past. I've done it in the fall as well as in the spring. But anyway, you'll go ahead. You can either remove them or you can leave them in the garden if you want to occupy some space. And when you're selecting plants, remember there are two different types of, uh, of tomatoes out there as far as form is concerned. One are called indeterminate types, the ones that keep getting longer, vining longer and longer. They're used in greenhouse production, hydroponic production, and even for large space areas where the temperature is going to be 95 degrees for many months. And then the fruit will continue to go ahead and set and ripen all through the season. 
Not good for the desert area, not good for small gardens. You're better off with determinate types. The determinate are the bush tomatoes. And now we can get some of the varieties that do well in desert, like Champion and Celebrity, and I believe even Early Girl is a bush form now. And any of those types in there, Jetstar, Patio, any of those that are determinate types <clears throat> or have been bred to be determinate will work. The difference is they're going to set fruit. They're going to get to a certain size and they're going to start to flower. On the determinate types, they, the bunch of them flower at once. All the fruit comes on at one time and you go ahead and harvest. And the whole idea is once you're done harvesting, you pull the plant and you start all over again when the temperatures are, are better. So Las Vegas temperatures, you have... Uh, some temperatures that are appropriate in the spring for tomato production, and again, again, you have temperatures appropriate in the fall for tomato production. It's that big gap in between, two or three months long, when the temperatures can be very high, when really it's questionable whether you have good tomato production at that time. So now the question becomes, do you leave those, you, you go ahead and you've harvested and you've harvested all the tomatoes that you want. Now you've got plants sitting there. And the question becomes, do I leave the plants or do I cut them back? Remember that if you do cut them back, they're going to be more vigorous. Prune them back. They're going to be more vigorous again. You'll give them a shot of fertilizer, get some growth going, get some flower production. And ultimately, you want those flowers to start occurring right when those temperatures are dropping into that 95 degree range. Probably, it could be anywhere from maybe the middle of September-ish, somewhere in that time frame to the end, 1st of October, somewhere in that time frame. But when you cut them back, the big mistake that people make is cutting them back too hard. I would recommend that you, you cut no more than one-third of that bush back. In other words, you want cover. If you cut too far, you're going to open it up to sun damage. The interior of the vines, they're going to go ahead and sunburn and then in our climate, and then they're going to die. So you don't want that. So you'll cut them back about a third, and if they're too bushy and dense, then go ahead and remove entire stems, but not too much. Leave some filtered light to get back to the inside. You're going to see some new growth and new production as a result of your pruning cuts, and then if you add a little bit of fertilizer, high in phosphorus, such as a 16-20-0 or some seaweed kelp, something that's going to provide a nitrogen and phosphorus fertilizer for those plants, then they'll go ahead and start growing and setting flowers again and setting fruit. That's what you want to do. And you'll want to time that probably about the first week of September, which is coming, which is right around the corner, and start cutting them back add that fertilizer, water it. A foliar fertilizer works best. <clears throat> so if you use foliar fertilizer, such as uh, the stuff that dissolves in water, you could spray it on the leaves, let's say real early in the morning or late in the evening, spray it on the leaves, and that's going to work a lot faster for you in getting things moving and growing in the plants and setting than mineral fertilizers applied to the soil. So go ahead, foliar spray if you want to, apply fertilizers to the soil if you want to. The whole idea is to cut them back by a third and let them regrow again and flower 
exactly at the time when temperatures are starting to drop into that 95 degree range and below. That's the whole idea with it. Start looking at your weather data. Start looking at your uh, history of, of temperatures in the Las Vegas Valley. But anyway, that's what you'll want to do. The other option you have is to plant seeds, plant from seed. And you would do that, you, you look at the days to harvest. So if it's a 65 degree, to, a 65 day tomato, add five days to it, 70 degrees, five days because it's getting cooler in the fall, you'll go ahead and add five days. So a 65 day tomato becomes a 70 day tomato. And then count backwards. Let's say you want to start harvesting the middle of October. That's too late for that. The middle of November. Well, that means that uh, a planting date for the seed is like two days from now, around September 20, August 23rd. So you put those seed in, cover that seed lightly with a mulch. The seed does not have to be kept wet, but the soil must be kept moist. So two days for watering, if you're covering it with a light mulch, quarter of an inch of pine, uh, uh, of pine sawdust or anything, to cover the surface of that soil to keep the moisture from evaporating too fast, too rapidly. And those seeds, tomato seeds, will germinate very, very rapidly. And they'll be up and, and established in, an, in, in a matter of, of days. So that's the other option you have. And if you're going to select tomatoes for that, select the determinate types, the bush type tomatoes, not the indeterminate types. That would be a mistake. So. The two options you have for getting tomatoes in the fall is to shear that plant back or plant new plants from seed right in the garden. You can order them online. Get some decent varieties. Well, I hope that helped you out. I hope it gave you an explanation. I hope I'm not too late for you. But I hear that music, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Learn more about desert horticulture by signing up for my blog, Extreme Horticulture of the Desert. That's all one word, extreme horticulture, and starting with an X. Take some of my classes on Eventbrite if you're in the Las Vegas area. That's Bob Morris on Eventbrite.